Would you pray with me? Gracious and loving God, as we turn to this scripture this morning, Lord, I ask that you would put me behind the cross. Let your words and your thoughts be mine, Lord. And if I misspeak today, forgive me and let your message be heard. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. If you want to, you can turn to Luke chapter 15, verses 1 through 7 with me. Luke 15, 1 through 7. There's a story told by Ernest Hemingway of a father and his teenage son who had a relationship that had become strained to the point of breaking. Finally, the son ran away from home. And his father, however, began a journey in search of this rebellious son. And finally, in Madrid, in a last desperate effort to find him, the father put an ad in a newspaper, and the ad read, Dear Paco, meet me in front of the newspaper office at noon. All is forgiven. I love you, your father. The next day at noon, in front of the newspaper office, 800 Pacos showed up. Our sermon text today is Luke chapter 15, verses 1 through 7. It says, Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to him, and the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. And so he told the parable, which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness to go after that one that is lost until he finds it? When he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance." This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So I titled today's sermon, Jesus Shows Up. So this 15th chapter of Luke's gospel has been called the gospel in the gospel, as if it contains the very essence of the good news of Jesus Christ. The parables all arose out of uh, certain indefinite situations. It was offensive to the scribes and to the Pharisees that Jesus chose to hang out with people who, by the Orthodox, were labeled as sinners. They were called the people of the land. And there was a distinct barrier between the two groups. A Pharisee was forbidden to be the guest of any such person or to have them as a guest. They were forbidden to have any business dealings with them either as far as was possible. It was the deliberate Pharisaic aim to avoid every contact with the people who did not observe the many petty details of the law. We understand these parables more fully if we remember the strict Jews said there will be joy, well, the strict Jews didn't say there will be joy in heaven over one sinner who repents, but instead, there will be joy in heaven over one sinner who is obliterated before God. See, they looked mercilessly forward, not to the saving, but to the destruction of the sinner. And so Jesus shared with them the parable of the lost sheep. 
Now the shepherd in Judea had a very hard and dangerous task. Pasture land was scarce. The narrow central plateau was only a few miles wide and then it plunged down to the wild cliffs into the desert. There were no restraining walls and the sheep would, would wander. So the shepherd was personally responsible for all of the sheep. If a sheep was lost, the shepherd had to account for where that person, that, that sheep might have gone. And they even had to bring the fleece back if one had died. The shepherds were experts at tracking and they could follow the strays' uh, footprints for miles across the hills. And there was not a shepherd for whom it was not all in a day's work to risk their lives for the sheep. And so many of these flocks, they were owned by the villages. They were owned by the, by the group of people. And there were two or three shepherds in charge. And those whose flocks were safe would arrive home on time and bring news that one shepherd was still out on the mountainside searching for a sheep that was lost. And the whole village would be upon the watch, waiting. And when in the distance they saw the shepherd striding home with this one sheep across his shoulders, there would rise in the whole community the shout of joy and thanksgiving. It was a wonderful thing to see that sheep come home. That's, that's the picture that Jesus drew of God. He said that that is what God is like. God is glad when the lost sinner is found, as a shepherd is when a lost sheep is brought home. And as a great saint once said, God, too, knows the joy of finding things that have gone lost. There's a huge truth in this, that God is kinder than all others. The Orthodox would write off the tax collectors and the sinners as beyond redemption, right? They didn't want Jesus to have anything to do with them. Leave them alone. They deserve nothing but destruction. But not God. Humanity as a whole, we as people may give up hope for a sinner, but not God. God loves those who never stray away, but there is the joy of joys when a lost one is found and comes home. It's, a much e it's, it's so much easier to come home and come back to God than it is to come back to the criticisms of others. When our daughter Emily was very, very young, this was B.C., before Christy, um, we frequented Six Flags every week. I was at Bluebell, and I had Wednesdays off. So I bought season's passes, and we would go every Wednesday. If you have a parking pass and a season's pass, and you take your lunch, you can go for nearly nothing, which is exactly how much money we had at that time, nearly nothing. And once we went with some old Tom Thumb buddies, families, and I was going, we were all going to go see a show together. And Megan had run off to see some game over here on the side that, that, just for the record, I'm the worst game player in the world. I never win anything, ever. And so I went, I, I handed Emily off to my buddy Bob and said, I've got to go get Megan. Would you take her into the show? And he said, sure. So I take off for Megan. Finally get Megan rounded up, explain to her all the reasons why I'm not going to spend $100 to win nothing. And we get inside the show and I climb up the bleachers all the way to the top where they're sitting. And I sit down next to Bob, and he said, where's Emily? And I said, you had her. He said, no, when you walked away, she got down and wanted to go with you. 
So there I was in the show theater, air conditioned, might add, and I had lost my two-year-old at Six Flags over Texas. So I got out of our seats and I ran out in a panic and searched. It seemed like forever. I think it was really not very long. But there was Emily. She had found her way to an Arlington police officer who didn't think very much of me. But I found her. We've all been wanderers at some point, right? Becoming so busy with life and enjoying life that we simply wander away from the truth. We wander away from the right path. And we end up lost. The time comes when we recognize that we're lost, but have no idea how to find our way back. And friends, that's when Jesus shows up. He is the shepherd who, never losing sight of the wanderers, comes to pick them up and carry them home. Just as I found Emily and picked her up and carried her back, God will do whatever it takes, go wherever it's necessary to bring the wanderer home. Did you hear that? God will go anywhere it takes, wherever is necessary to bring the wanderer home. That's what God wants for us. He wants us home. Never once are the wanderers left alone or abandoned. Jesus is the shepherd that was prophesied by Ezekiel who said, bring back the strays, bind up the injured, and strengthen the weak. I don't know why it came to me while I was working on this, but Zach Williams and Dolly Parton have this song called uh, There Was Jesus. I don't know if y'all have heard it or not, but it is beautiful. And the chorus is, in the waiting and the searching and the healing and the hurting, like a, blessed bur- like, the, like a blessing buried in broken pieces, every minute, every moment, where I've been and where I'm going, even when I didn't know it or couldn't see it, there was Jesus. The reality is we've been like that. We've had times when through no real fault of our own, we feel totally lost. Maybe we even wonder if we're missed. We feel like we've just slipped off everyone's radar and that nobody cares. Nobody misses us. But that's where Jesus shows up. Because we have sacred value to God. God will spare no effort to find us, to come to us where we are. Jesus searches until he has once again gotten us in his grasp. We are not left to find our own way back, nor are we ever abandoned. There are a lot of people who are oblivious to the blessings of being at home. They have no sense of relationship of home, so they never miss it. But that's where Jesus shows up. He's the father that lovingly invites us back. To bring us back into the fold. The thread which ties all these parables together. that go There are several parables about losing something in here. Is God's heart of joy and finding and saving of the lost. Jesus wanted the religious leaders and us to know him better. These stories are all about God's heart. About the character of God. God is the one taking the action. In Jesus, God is the seeker and the finder and the inviter. God wants lost people saved. 
And Jesus, Jesus said in Luke 19, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. So this morning, I'm telling you, if you are the wanderer or the runner or the wayward you know, that's here today, know this, that God is here right now seeking you. God wants to bring you home. If you haven't felt like you've been there in a long time, God is calling you home. doesn't matter what you've done, where you've been, what you've seen, how you've acted. There is redemption, and God is glad to have you back. Never once have you been alone. Francis Thompson poetically states in The Hound of Heaven, I fled him down the nights and the days, down the nights and down the days, I fled him down the arches of the years, I fled him down the labyrinth ways of my own mind, and in the midst of tears I hid from him, from those strong feet that followed after, followed after. Friends, today Jesus showed up, so let yourself be found. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.